Hello and welcome back to the CDI podcast. I'm Shelby Fiegel, Director of the Center for Community and Economic Development and the Community Development Institute at the University of Central Arkansas, and I'll be your host for this episode. This is the 19th episode of the CDI podcast, and I'm excited to be joined by the Mayor of Van Buren, Joe Hurst. Mayor, thank you so much for joining me today on the CDI podcast. Thank you, Shelby. It's, it's certainly an honor uh, to join you today, and um, anytime that, that I can pick your brain and, and learn from you, get ideas, um, I'm never going to turn that down, so I, I appreciate the opportunity. Well, Mayor, I know that we were talking a little bit before we started recording, and I was already picking your brain, so that, that goes both ways, <laughs> both ways down the street. Um, so, Mayor, we really like to start these podcast episodes off with, you know, just learning a little bit more about you and your background. Um, and I am always interested when I talk to elected officials to understand why you decided to run for mayor. So that's kind of a two-part question, uh, sharing your background and then how'd you end up where you are today? Sure. Um, well, Van Buren is my hometown, born and raised here. And um Ended up going to undergrad at Washtenaw Baptist in Arkadelphia and um, had plans to uh, to get into government and maybe study law uh, at some point. I was a political science major. Um, and then towards the end uh, at, at Washtenaw, I had a couple professors that, that really um, made some big impressions on me. And... Um, one of them had suggested getting my master's in public administration. And um, that was a really, um, really something I hadn't heard of uh, growing up. I didn't really know what public administration necessarily was, but um, something that I looked into was very interested in um, because I I enjoyed government and um, I'd kind of dabbled in politics, did some campaigning uh, when I was in college and I knew that I, that I liked that sort of thing. Um, but it was really when I started to get engaged uh, in government work uh, within my master's. I went to the University of Arkansas. Um, and of course, you know, when you get into your, your grad studies, that's when you really get on the ground. And, and uh, a lot of your projects are, are for me, were working with uh, local governments and, and coming up with ideas to, to help um, people and to try to serve. And and that's really what a big motivation for me uh, was, is uh, wanting to serve and, and give back and um, work on the, the local government level, especially in, in my hometown, which was ultimately where I ended up. But uh, the first couple of jobs, the first job I had, as I interned for the city of Fort Smith when I was uh, getting my master's. And that was a great opportunity, one of the biggest cities, second biggest city in Arkansas, and I uh, learned a lot at that point and then my first uh, job after uh, my master's was working for the city of rogers and i was assistant city planner um, in rogers around 0506 when that was when rogers was really had their first boom and northwest arkansas was growing so much and got to learn a lot um, in rogers worked for uh, then mayor womack uh, who's now u.s congressman womack I uh, got to learn a lot from him, just his, his leadership style. Um, had a lot of good people that I, that I worked with there. And, um, and then I moved to South Arkansas, the city of El Dorado, um, where I was the first city planner uh, in that city. And 
that was a great experience. Uh, it was different moving from um, a community that was growing and, you know, had five subdivisions that were being approved at, at every planning commission meeting, uh, moving to South Arkansas that was having trouble keeping your population and uh, trying to come up with innovative innovative ideas to attract people and, and to get people to stay in the community. And, um, really really learned a lot from both of those cities uh, for different different reasons but um became really close with uh, mayor dumas there in in el dorado learned a lot from him and um learned a lot about really i'm sure later we'll talk about community development but just how you really do engage the community and um engage their thoughts and bring them on board um and, and put your ideas to work and el dorado is such a great um great example of, of how you can do that right working with the local businesses and um, raising monies and, and improving downtowns and, and that was such a great um, great education for me and a lot of good people down there that I still talk to today um, but like I said Van Buren is my hometown and uh, we started having children and missing those uh, those parents and grandparents calling wanting to uh, wanting us to come back and had an opportunity uh, to be the city planner here in Van Buren and um, just a just a great opportunity working uh, with Mayor Freeman um, was here for about 10 years um, before I before I ran for mayor and Mayor Freeman had decided uh, that he didn't want to run again and he was encouraging me and others encouraging and um, it really just lined up with my studies with the experiences that I've had and um, just really uh, blessed to be able to uh, to serve in this in this way in Van Buren, and um, I'm still blessed. Even though we we've had a wild year and a half, uh, my first year and a half as mayor, uh, with pandemics and 500 year flood, and, you know, tornado, and all these other different issues uh, going on, it's it's still a great opportunity, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Well, Mayor, hearing your story and about how you kind of always in the back of your mind, I think, knew that you would end up where you are today and the world uh, had just planned for all of those challenges to come your way because the world knew you were prepared for it, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the way I look at it. Um, there's a couple other friends that I have um, in various new leadership positions in town, and they kind of started around the same time that I, as I did, and we're like, okay, if I would have known that this would happen, would I have still done uh, run for mayor? Why would I still take this job? And uh, after joking around, we we absolutely still would. And for such a time as this, as they say, we we think we're here for a reason, and uh, God's got plans for us. And at this point, we're just trying to do everything to keep keep people healthy and safe, and uh, making sure we're going to keep on keeping on. Yeah, so you've kind of already alluded to some of the other questions that I'm going to be asking you. Um, so talking about new uh, new elected officials throughout the state. So as an elected official yourself and relatively new to, uh, to being an elected official, what advice would you share with anyone that might be taking office this fall that's brand new um, to that role? Um, what have you learned? What are, you know, what are some wisdom that you would want to impart on uh, someone else uh, in the state? Well, I don't know about the wisdom part, but I was going to say, how much how much time do you have? I've, I've learned so much in just a little bit of time um, being mayor here. And um, I'm, I'm very lucky to um, 
to have fellow mayors in the region, Mayor Martin from Alma. Um, he, he's brand new, just like just like I was, and uh, Mayor McGill in, in City of Fort Smith, who's uh, been in politics before, been in the, the legislature, um, but he started at the same time as we did. So I guess that's kind of one of my first um, words of advice is to um, to have friends, to, to have colleagues uh, that you can share with, that you can bounce ideas off of, that you can um, complain to, uh, and, and also uh, praise and tell the good things that are going on. But um, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you never really know what it's like until until you get into uh, these positions, and uh, it certainly is. You can you can try to plan for it as much as possible, but um, once you're once you're sitting in the seat, uh, it's, things are a lot different. It's hard to plan for everything. But um, another thing that that I, I tell a lot of uh, students when I meet with them, I'm just talking about leadership, and um, one thing is is I continue to read. Um, I, I read books on leadership and. Um, politics and, and government officials and public servants and uh, various other topics. But one thing that I've learned um, from reading, uh, there's, a, there's a neat story about Abraham Lincoln when um, he was just into politics uh, in the state legislature in uh, Illinois. And he had uh, campaign, I think he was in his early 20s. And one of the reasons why he got elected um, was because of the campaign promise that he made about um, admitting when he's wrong and, and saying, I'm not going to do everything right. I'm not going to make all the right decisions, but I promise you uh, when I do, do do something wrong, I'll admit it and I'll try to learn from it. And, of course, he did do that. He, he was known for that. And um, that's something for me um, that I've, I've made mistakes. I've been here for a year and a half, but I've made mistakes. And uh, and, and I've admitted them, and, and I really have learned a lot from that. Um, it's easy these days just to, to try to um, think everything's going to go perfectly and to, you know, not admit things that, that you do wrong and try to defend yourself. It seems like that's the way we see politics on the, on the national stage. But um, really, that, that's something that I've found to be um, something that, that other people trust in and other people realize that no one's perfect and, and we make mistakes and um, it's something I've tried to do um, as well but uh, it's a blessing it really is and, and the last thing I'll say is um, there are times um, in politics that that you do feel overwhelmed probably in, in any um, profession that you're in but I'll always come back to um, I'm here to serve always come back it's just checking myself and saying okay why am i here what am i trying to accomplish uh, we have four years uh, to do everything that we can um, to improve our city uh, and that's my my underlining goal uh, is to do everything um, to help to help um, our citizens and help this community and, and do everything i can so that i don't know if that's wisdom or not but that's something that i've learned and um, i think that that could that could help others yeah, I definitely think that uh, you're not giving yourself enough credit. I think that's definitely good wisdom to impart. Um, I especially love um, that, you know, you shared that you have these connections with um, other elected officials in your area and how you can lean on one another for support. And then obviously creating that trust with your citizens. Um, because if you don't have that trust in place, it is so difficult. Uh, we see um, in, in many 
places that we work in and organizations, if there's no trust between all parties involved, um, it's hard to get anything done. So I think you definitely uh, picked uh, some really good bits of wisdom to impart. Um, and so, Mayor, my next question um, is going to be, of course, about the pandemic. I know we already alluded to that a little bit, too. Um, so I know it's, this is a, this is, I guess I had written down that I was going to ask you, how have you prepared for the COVID-19 pandemic? I don't think we necessarily had prepared for the pandemic, but how have you, um, and your community, how have you just navigated through this, you know, really strange world that we're in right now? Yeah, it's, the word that keeps coming to mind is unprecedented. We're, we're, we're constantly uh, saying that and uh, going through things that seemingly either we haven't seen for 100 years or maybe delving into to places that we've never been. Um, but but really, I, I, I'm, I'm blessed to be in this city. Um, I think the way that um, that we're handling this, this issue, um, we have such a great community that that listens and and offers suggestions and help and um, with such a connected group of people um, that I, my mind is just constantly blown even even going through uh, the various disasters that we've had uh, in this year and a half. But um, I think it's important one um, to understand that 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 you can't plan for this. That I, I remember the first meeting that I had with staff. Um, we were going over all the various um, emergency plans that we had on file. Luckily, um, and previous administration uh, had had made that a priority um, to have a continuity of operations plan just in case there was various disasters and there was actually a section for a pandemic. Uh, and and honestly, you know, I'd probably heard the word. I don't think I ever studied it in school, but um, there was a section on pandemics and. Um, what you do if, if there is uh, an outbreak, some sort of infection, a flu, or what have you. And um, so we did have some protocols in place. Um, so I think that was really, really important um, for us just because it gave us, gave us some guidance of uh, who's, in, who's in charge on this level, how do we handle uh, emergency management, and uh, trying to coordinate all the various uh, entities that we have throughout the community. But uh, I think that was something that, that we all started on the right foot on. Um, two, uh, we have just, again, comes back to being blessed. Our department heads um, are, are so skilled uh, and, and willing to uh, work together and do what we can uh, to try to fix a, what seemed like an unfixable situation uh, for so long. Um, but we worked together and, 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 and got messages out that we felt like we needed to get out. And I think that's also very important is to uh, communicate with the public and let them know um, updates as much as you possibly can. And uh, working with the, the superintendent and, and county judge and, and, and all those different groups, I think, has really uh, done something that, that has helped us uh, handle the situation as, as good as we could. Um, but again, it's we have taken the guidance from the health department and uh, and the governor, and um, every day I'm listening to those updates at, at 1:30 from the governor and sharing those numbers, sharing uh, the county numbers, and um, trying to encourage um, 
following all the guidelines and we've been doing that since the beginning. Um, and I think that that's, it's been accepted really well in the community. Um, it's, it was always important for me early on when it seems like this is in some ways the mass has turned into a, a political debate uh, instead of a public health uh, issue. And so that was something that, that I wanted to get across early on was um, that I wasn't going to get into the politics of it all, that I uh, wanted to, to, to follow the CDC and the health department guidelines and, uh, and directives and our um, police chief and fire chief and uh, emergency manager in the county and county judge, everyone has been on the same page uh, for that. And so I think the message that we've been sharing has been uh, really consistent as well. But um, now we have school opening up and that's going to be a whole different uh, hurdle we're going to have to go through. And again, you get into the unknowns, um, but we've, we've been spreading that message and working together with all the various leaders. And so we're going to uh, deal with it as we, as we approach it and, hopefully continue to um, to stay ahead of it. Yeah, I think that I'm, I'm really glad, Mary, you shared, um, you know, how you communicate and having that open communication with your citizens um, is very important. Um, so we have talked about the pandemic and kind of what's going on in the city because of the pandemic, but what are some other things in Van Buren um, that you all are focused on? What are your priorities right now? Um, speaking about community development, economic development, um, you know, what do you guys got going on? What are the exciting things happening in Van Buren? Yeah, it's, um, it's really amazing. I, I think one of the, the phrases that a few of us use these days, one of our favorite quotes is uh, best laid plans, uh, that whole best laid plans of mice and men. Uh, you can have all the best plans in the world, but when something like this uh, happens, you, you have to to tweak those and, and go a different direction and do everything you can to, uh, to address the, the various issues that arise. But um, we had been, when, when in March, when this really hit, um, our numbers, our economy, uh, things were really, really going well. And uh, we were up over the previous year in those first three months in our, in our sales tax and um, various plans that we've had in place. We're building trails and, um, We've had uh, a number of uh, grants that we've received for, for park additions, and uh, one of those that we had received uh, at the end of 2019 was a downtown streetscape, uh, which I'm really, really excited about. I just finished a meeting about it, uh, but that was about a $500,000 grant we received um, to put landscaping, to put new sidewalks, fix uh, drainage in our downtown. and. Um, that's continuing uh, to go. There's a lot of uh, engineering planning that, that has to take place, but uh, we're still moving ahead on that. Um, but a lot of the other, the, the bigger projects, capital improvement projects, we had about a million dollar uh, overlay that we had planned, which was a really big project for us uh, that we just had to put on hold uh, because of the pandemic, because we didn't know what the, the sales tax numbers were going to be. We didn't know what our revenue would look like. Um, but luckily, um, it's it's really another blessing that, that we've seen in Van Buren. Our sales tax numbers have been well ahead of the previous year, even throughout this pandemic. Um, so we've been about consistently 12% ahead uh, every month ahead of last year's numbers, and we're continuing to see that. Um, so we're we're glad, we're happy about that. And so we'll, maybe we'll have a little bit of extra money to, to go and fund these projects that we've 
uh, had to put on hold early on. But um, there is absolutely still a lot of momentum uh, in Van Buren. A lot of exciting things happen. Um, but again, uh, we've kind of had to uh, find a way to continue to uh, share that message of, of the great things that are happening and um, remind people that, yes, we're in a, an unprecedented time and pandemic and uh, sickness going around. But uh, don't forget that uh, when we get out of this, and, and we're going to get out of it, uh, hopefully sooner than later, um, but I'm expecting to pick up right where we left off and continue uh, our projects and um, and, and trying to uh, continue to develop this economy. Well, that is so great to hear, Marion. Um, also want to make a comment on, uh, you're talking before about how your previous administration already had a pandemic plan in place. I think that um, that's the first time, that's the first I've heard of any city actually having something already created um, that was directly tied to a pandemic. Um, so congratulations to Van Buren on being the first that I know of. Um, I'll, I'll let you have the credit for that. And maybe we'll need, no, you, yeah, to, I, we'll need you to <laughs> do a workshop for us to teach other cities how to do it. We had some really, we had some good people in place. Um, actually, one of our, one of the people I know who worked on that with our city engineer and mayor, um, was uh, he had actually had a degree in uh, emergency management and so he helped um, put that together for us and um, really came in handy one of those things that you never expect um, sort of a hoping for the best planning for the worst and luckily we had something in place yeah that is very fortunate um so we're gonna wrap up this conversation we always tie all of our conversations back to the Community Development Institute because um, it's the CDI podcast. So we got to end on CDI. And you are a graduate of CDI. And you have many people in Van Buren who are also graduates of CDI. Um, so I just want you to share what's your favorite CDI memory or um, maybe something you learned at CDI uh, that you'd like to share with the audience. Oh, I, I love talking about CDI and um, had such a great time uh, in those three years and um, met a lot of a lot of great people I still talk to today and um, we no doubt had the absolute best class in the history of CDI. Um, I'm sure you've never heard that before. Um, oh no, yeah, we've, uh, the best. Everybody, nobody says that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. Uh, but ours is legit. Ours is legit. Best class ever. Uh, yeah, our, our chamber director uh, here was in my class, Julie Murray, and uh, we actually met uh, during CDI, and um, we're having a just just a great time uh, in the city working together. And she's amazing, and uh, we we apply a lot of the things that we learned in CDI to what we're trying to do here in Van Buren, and uh, trying to uh, to bring people together and communicate and uh, get the community on board. And uh, Mayor Doug Kinslow from Greenwood, he was in our class. He was he was a great class clown. Uh, you got to get him on one of these podcasts. He'll he'll be hilarious. But uh, we had a really good class, and uh, just the materials that we studied, um, learned a whole lot of things. I still have my um, um, the the information I got from those um, those sessions I have them in my office, and um, I go back to uh, really, of course, the the poverty simulation. That's something that sticks out to a lot of people, but. Um, just the, the, the connections and the networking um, was so, so beneficial to me. Um, hearing other people's stories and how they're dealing with uh, their issues and their cities and 
various organizations that they work with that has been so so vital for me uh, which is you know what I've shared early on is having having those people that you can share with and talk to and having that community it's, it's so so important um, but but I just see it every day I, I see the way um, that we try to run meetings the way that we try to uh, share messages the way we um, try to improve this community it really does go back to what what I learned in, in CDI and, 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 and realizing that um, what makes government better uh, is not just a few people making those decisions um, and, and that's what our democracy is about and um, it's that the people uh, rule and the people are the ones that put us in this position and so the more we engage the community the better our community is going to be um, and there's a lot of great ideas out there. That's, that's really another great reason to, to seek community input and buy in. Uh, there's a lot of smarter people out there than I am. And so listening to those ideas, it's, it's amazing. And um, they've really helped improve our community throughout the years. And um, I'm looking forward to, to do that in these next couple of years that I have here uh, as mayor. But uh, couldn't say enough, couldn't say enough about CDI. I appreciate uh, all the things I learned there. And uh, of course, met you there as well. And, uh, you are doing a great job, and anytime I can support CEO, I'll absolutely do it. Well, Mayor, we appreciate that shameless plug that uh, that all of our guests let us add at the end of these episodes. Um, but it's very nice to reflect on those memories because that's how we get connected to so many people across the state is through CDI and we want to promote those connections um, through things like our podcast. And, you know, like I already said, I'll probably be calling on you soon with a, with a workshop that we're planning right now. Um, so uh, I'll definitely, anytime anybody's offered to help me, I'll take them up on it. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, Mayor, I know you um, have are extremely busy, as are all of our elected officials, as we navigate this new world that we're in. Um, and I just want to thank you so much for joining me this morning and taking time out of your busy schedule to be on the podcast. Um, we're so fortunate to have a strong connection with the city of Van Buren. Uh, you have a great group of leaders there working with you um, and pushing Van Buren forward into the future. And we're just really fortunate to be a tie into your network. Thanks, Shelby. I've, I've enjoyed it today and um, look forward to uh, connecting with you again and let us know what we can do for you. All right. Well, well, let's wrap it up. On upcoming episodes, the CDI podcast is going to feature CDI graduates and participants, community partners, and community and economic development experts from across Arkansas and the Mid-South. We hope you join us next week on the CDI podcast.